Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, welcome back to the global game. Thanks to Kraken.com, your secure crypto partner. Get in the game at Kraken.com, broadcast sponsor of SEN's coverage of the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022. Before we get Scott's take on what now and where it's all headed, let's hear now from Football Australia CEO James Johnson speaking about the events at Amy Park in the Melbourne Derby. I'll start with saying that I'm uh, horrified, I'm irritated, I'm angry with the scenes witnessed at Amy Park uh, last night. We have a case of some individuals, I will not refer to them as fans of football, I'll refer to them as individuals who have confronted and uh, attacked a player and a match official. We have been in touch with the APL, with the clubs, uh, and I've personally spoken with both Tommy uh, and Alex as well, who are right in the centre of the pitch invasion, who I'm happy to report um, are, are healthy, but they are shaken up. This is the first investigation it will be to determine what the outcome of last night's match will now be, since it was abandoned before the final whistle. That is the first uh, focus of the investigation. The second will be a show cause uh, process that will be opened uh, with Melbourne Victory. And the third focus of the investigation will be against uh, the individuals who we are seeking to uh, to name, we're seeking to identify, and we're seeking to sanction individuals. This pitch invasion, I want to be clear about this, it has nothing to do with the grant groundswell and the rising of our game. The parent that takes their child uh, to grassroots football in Brisbane or the young boy who plays in our elite pathways in Perth or the 40-year-old woman who plays um, amateur football in Sydney or the fans who peacefully protested in Central Coast Mariners uh, in, in the Wellington game and Newcastle game all the other 2 million people across the sport who love and support our game. This is not about them. It has nothing to do with them. It has nothing to do with the 2 million people who love and support our game week in, week out. This is an element that goes beyond football. It's an element that infiltrates our game and that really try to ruin it for the 2 million people who love our sport. And it's those people that we will be targeting in this investigation and who we will weed out of the sport. Strong stuff from James Johnson, who wasn't here in 2015 when uh, there was the, the huge blow-ups with the, the fans back then and the walkouts and the, the, the feeling of disunity that is very much apparent uh, to, in today's game as well. He's from Football Australia, which, again, reiterating, Football Australia have the disciplinary um, control over things like happen on the pitch and indeed in the stands at games, but they don't have the control of the day-to-day runnings and the finances of the A-League because that's now in the realm of the APL. Scotty McDonald, what do you make of all of this? Um, You know James Johnson quite well. He was your teammate in uh, the under-17s way back when um, for for the Joeys, but uh, thoughts on that, mate? Look, he spoke excellently there, and I think he's correct in terms of 
Um, without saying it, it doesn't harm the game as a whole. The, the, the people who still enjoy and love the game will still play the game. However, what's damaged is, is the A-Leagues itself and the pictures that were seen uh, and the harm it's caused in terms of if you're a, you know, a non-football lover or someone who's new to the game or, or someone who's just you know, experienced what you've experienced going to that game last night, you don't want to borrow that again. You don't want to be involved in that. You don't want to go to games like that. So the level of trust within our national game now in terms of at the highest level within the A-League, it's going to take a while for that to, to that trust to come back for a lot of people. Um, but the sport that people love and, and play at grassroots and at their local clubs and everything else, look, the game will still thrive in, in those areas. It's Life goes on and moves on. Uh, it's not that we want to move on from this and, and not learn from it, but the game will continue to thrive regardless of this incident, but it will take a while. It will take a while. Yeah, it's it's hard not to get not to get over emotional about it because we all love it so much. However, that the immediate concerns I have are things like Liberty, their uh, sponsorship of the A-League women's is up. Why would they want to be involved? Uh, Newcastle Jets, they're still up for sale. How are they going to find an owner now? Other sponsorships that are available and hopeful of not only the APL clubs getting, but also they're trying to commercialise the Australia Cup and send that to market in terms of getting some sponsors. How's that going to go down those negotiations? So in the in the medium in the short term in a t- in a pure financial sense, it hurts the game. In a, I, I agree with you, Scotty, that the game will survive. Like if it all pairs back the the A leagues and goes back to what you were involved with back in the day, there's still going to be fifteen year old Scott McDonalds of today being able to be good enough to prove themselves at the highest level in Australia that's available to them to go overseas. The development will continue. It's just not at the high level. In a, in, a, in a professionalism sense, perhaps, that it's going to happen. But there will still be something there left after the burning embers. Absolutely. The, the dream will still be there to dream, you know, for these young aspiring footballers um, within our country and, and wanting to better themselves. And maybe it leads to a better pathway of, of you know, the route that the likes of myself and the Harry Kules the, and... and the Mark Vadukas and everyone else, they left early and went overseas and, and played their trade at the elite levels in, within European game. And I think we're starting to see that a lot more, again, within our youth, that they are wanting to go and venture further afield than stay here in the A-Leagues because they don't see the future being within the the levels of the A-League or, or Australian football anymore. And Asia's now dried up in terms of the cash that was once there for A-League players. So now the dream has to go and you have to go to Europe to better yourself. Um, and I think we're going to benefit from that at a national team level for the years to come. However, on the, the local stage, on the national stage, is where there is a real worry and a concern of how things move forward. And, and realistically, you're asking how things move forward. Well, look, there, there has to be arrests. There has to be jail sentences for me after what I seen last night, without question, sanctions on both clubs because... Melbourne City active support through flares and everything on as well. It wasn't just victory ones. Mm-hmm. Um, there should be games behind closed doors in my eyes to punish uh, both sets in terms of the organisation for what it was. The APL should be sanctioned as well as, you know, in my eyes because of the organisation of last night because they're in control of, of what goes on within that football match. Correct me if I'm wrong or right within that in terms of the security around the stadium, Adam. Yeah, you know, so um, 
And look, I, w- I think the APL will be sanctioned by the fact that the police will just come down hard and say, look, you're not opening your stance for the next game or whatever. I, I, I actually think points deductions are the answer here, unfortunately. Fines won't work. Fines are – we got ourselves into this mess on the basis of a financial decision. I don't think financial sanctions are going to change much, Scott. I, and as much as I feel for the, fan, uh, the players and the coaches, I'd go six points victory, three points city. Too harsh? Yeah. But, well, again, yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know in terms of the city end. I think a fine would be enough for, for Melbourne City. Uh, they did throw flares. It's not the first time we've seen this and there has been fines before. So and if you're going to make that stance, then fair enough, Adam. Then that has to be forthcoming and, and continuous throughout now yep. that you're going to you know, deduct you know, points every time this situation occurs. Um, but I want to go to the APL board as well. Uh, and I sincerely believe that they should all be considering their places on that board right now and, re- and considering resignation because this is an abomination of our game and they're at the forefront of it. So Danny Townsend's right at the front. If you're at the helm as a head coach or a player and your performances aren't there, people are asking for your head, right? And they seriously need to consider their positions because how the game moves forward, are they inciting it further by being a part of it? And they have to ask that question for themselves. That's that's the big call. And that is the question for themselves because at the moment they are in control of their own destiny. They wanted control of their own destiny. They've got control of their own destiny. Have they done what they said they were going to do with that destiny. I, I, I had a discussion, a deep discussion with um, one of the the people high up in the APL, and I won't disclose his his name because um, and it's not Danny Townsend, by the way, but it's, it's someone involved um, at the very top about how all this pans out on the basis of their board being six of seven people financially invested in the day-to-day running and all power to them because they're putting the money in. That's great, but there's no checks and balances and there's – Decisions being made on the basis of the financial good of the game, but they've all got self-interest in the financial good of the game because they've got their monies in their pocket paying the bills. So there's no clarity in terms of, hang on a minute, what does this mean in a wider sense? Will this benefit the game in a wider sense? And I'm not saying if there's independence on the board that this decision wouldn't have been made. It might have been made, but would the consultation have been the same? Would the communication have been the same? I doubt it. Again, communication's key here. And this is the concerning thing for me, Adam, right? We've had statements from everyone bar the APL come out so far. It is coming this afternoon, I'm told. Last night. Yeah. Oh, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. Okay. Oh, well, that's that's timely, isn't it? You know, everyone else has had their... Mo- AFA were bang on straight away after the game. Why is it taking them so long to make the statement when it's their game? Shocking. Can't answer that one, Scott. But, um, yeah, love your opinions. Because you're never short of one, mate. You're never short of one. So, hey, what we're going to do after the break, there's a World Cup final a few hours away. So we might talk about it on the global game, if you don't mind. Back in a sec.